0: We had decided at that point that for us to really grow, we needed to finish our actions completely. And at that point, we may as well throw a barrel on them. And we had stocks available. So we started making our, our own line of custom rifles. And it was a full custom shop at that point. We tried to do was change the company around and go into a full production line. But we wanted to maintain some of the custom features that we did. So we started out with our, first, our very first production rifle, which was the American Standard Rifle, the, the ASR. President is stealing your lands. Now, show me one for sale sign since President Trump has been in office. Show me one for sale sign. Well we, we as hunters need to be more vocal and we need to stand up. Grown up being a, an elk hunter and that's been my passion. I, I love hunting elk more than anything.
1: Hey, listeners, subscribers, and fellow outdoorsmen and women. This is your host, Lucas Paw, and I'm excited to tell you about some of the sponsors that continue to help make this podcast not only happen, but grow and thrive in this digital world of audio content. This podcast is brought to you by Ripcord aero Rest, the bow hunter's number one fallaway rest on the market. Ripcord is known for 100% full-time arrow containment, and they're patented Really, all okay. you need to hear is Jason. Give me, so. give me your
2: phone. You go stand over next to the Montana sign. I'm going to take a picture of you two smucks. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll bloop out everything that you guys say that I don't like. Smile. I said smile. Oh, my God. You guys are, you guys are worse than girls. Okay.
1: You two look so cute. <laughs> you guys know each other. One more.
2: Uh, just one more. Okay. Okay. Big gun. Go boom. That's right good stuff. Uh-oh, I'm at the end of my rope. Amazing how that happens. I've been at the end of my rope for years.
1: Wow, <sighs> <A> story <gasps> of life, mm-hmm. right? That's right.
2: That's awesome.
1: Man, we could sit here and look at Mossback's. Uh,
2: right. <laughs> dude, <laughs> that, that is yeah. like, just disgusting. It's yeah, a, a just little distracting. Yeah. Man. I walked through there earlier and I was like, Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, 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 there, yes, There's yes, not an animal in yes. there that you wouldn't shoot Even first Even the cactus buck it. is nice. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's just nuts. Yeah. I mean, that is absolutely, for one man's name to be associated with that much, that, and that's all this year. Isn't that, well, except for the spin around. Those, there's a couple. Those, yeah. The, 16s, the world the, record ones the are the all different yeah. little mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Denny's
1: Spider Bowl. Incredible. Wow, that's just crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Okay. Okay. Ready to go live? Oh, wait a second.
2: Do I get to do the thing? Again? Yeah, you can, you can oh. cue
1: me in, brother. Okay, so you got got look. Are, are you I'm paying watching? attention? you am watching. watching. This is okay. why I bring him. Is this, this is the only it? reason. This is it. this it's is in it. five, four. Welcome to the show, listeners. You are tuned into the <laughs> r Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Paw, coming to you from the showroom floor here at the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo in Salt Lake City. And uh, again, joined here by my illustrious sidekick from the NRA, Mr. Jason Quick. Jason, wow. welcome.
2: Wow. Hey, I've upgraded from just sidekick to illustrious sidekick now, that's, Jeff.
1: That's another level. Well, it's uh, it's another yeah. level. i got to figure out the synonyms. Another so. level, mm-hmm. buddy.
2: And we have my good friend Jeff Seip here with Montana Firearms Rifle Company.
1: Man. Premier, man. premier podcast with Jeff, might Man, be man. that's and, right. First and, time.
2: And his first time. We're going to actually get him so hooked on podcasts, he's not going to get any work done anymore. <laughs> No more talking on the road. Yeah. He's going to be listening to us, us hunting and talking about hunting stories. Which, hey, I, I want. I, okay, you own a gun company, and you produce awesome guns. And we've been dealing with you through NRA for quite a while. But let's back up a little bit. Give us a little history about yourself.
0: Oh boy, that could take a long time. No, no, I, a I want long the short history. version.
2: The short uh, version. Cliff of, note. Cliff of note. Where, where are you at? Where are you from? What you been doing? I Well, I'm actually born and raised right in
0: Kalispell, Montana, right where our manufacturing is at, so I am a, I am a well, trees now you, Montana boy. You two Montana um, boys. I'm a, a long family history in Montana, so I'm actually fifth generation from the Flathead Valley, um, which makes it hard to leave. You know, oh. you, you love a place like that, it's hard to, hard to go anywhere else. I've been all over the country. Um, I uh, graduated college from Dickinson State University in North Dakota, uh, joined the Army. and the Blue Hawks. And, and, amen. That's right. Go Blue Hawks. And uh, went there on a wrestling scholarship. Okay. Uh, joined the Army after college uh, to do medical research, was going to go to medical school. That was going to be my whole life. And um, got... Sent to uh, San Antonio and worked at the Army's uh, Institute of Surgical Research, which is their Army, the uh, burn research unit. Um, So we worked directly with uh, the burn unit there at uh, Brook Army Medical Center. Um, did medical research there for three years, got out, um, did medical research again, was going to go to medical school, and just got to the point, I said, I, I don't want to go to school for another eight years. I want to, I want to move on with my life and do some I something Want to live fun. life a little yeah. bit. And um, so uh, my dad had started the The rifle coming, Montana Rifleman, which was his barrel manufacturing facility, um, when I was still in high school, and I've been around it, um, you know, most of my adult life, and just, just because it's something that our family loves to do. It's not, it's not um, just a, a, you know, a, something for for us to do during the the three months of the year. It's it's literally our lives. I mean, it's what we love to do if I could hunt 12 months a year I would do it and oh god and uh, can, obviously can Ca- I, can Colorado I help you? will tell me you can so <laughs> yeah. yeah that's possible
2: <laughs> yeah he, you just but, he he just found and, you yes, so he can do that so he can do that m- instead yep. of you finding somebody yep. like him so yeah. I so
0: I am the one that does the things so people can go do those there yeah, you 12 go, months a year so um, I've been around it for that, you know, for a long time. Jumped into it uh, after different things, from being a stockbroker for four years to doing finance to doing mortgages, just stuff that I wasn't, just into. wasn't me. And yeah. came back to work for my dad, and it just blossomed from there. It was something that I just fell in love with. What, and what year was that when you when you came back? When I came back officially, it was 2003. Yeah. Nice. Like I said, I've been in and around it for. Years and years, but in 2003, I made the jump and said, "I'm going to go into it full bore." And came on with my dad, took over
2: his sales program, and kind
0: of the rest is history from there. Just yeah. Been-
2: when when let's see, how many more? How many years ago was it when really you you took over the company?
0: Well, in in. Um- if you've ever worked for your father, <laughs> um, I can tell you that it's a it's a headbutting experience. Um, Love him we, dearly, though. Yeah, you, you know we just we we butt heads a lot, and it's and I think because we're both such stubborn individuals. Um, I I had, I had left and went to work for some friends of mine over at Kimber, uh, and and worked in the sales department there for a couple of years, and my dad offered me the the rifle company to take over, <laughs> it specifically so he could focus on his barrel company, and. I just jumped at the chance in 2007. I I went full force into the rifle company, and t- changed the company because what my dad had had for the rifle company was just an action manufacturer. That's that's his his premise was he wanted to be a parts manufacturer. He wanted to manufacture actions. He wanted to manufacture barrels. Send and so, them to
2: somebody else. Let them do all the fine work. Let them do
0: that. Yep. And the problem that we ran into with uh, manufacturing actions is that. Yeah. And not to not to knock a lot of the gunsmiths now, but I think a lot of the old school gunsmiths will agree with me. Um, gunsmiths that come out of school now aren't aren't your traditional uh, gunsmiths that can literally take a, no, a block true. of a block of uh, steel and and file a, an action out of it. You know yeah. that the guys now they're they're assemblers. They know how to work parts. They know how to to do parts, but they don't truly forge, truly a, piece forge a piece of steel, steel yeah. into a, into a firearm. So. Um, We had decided at that point that for us to really grow, we needed to finish our actions completely and... At that point, we may as well throw a barrel on them, and we had stocks available, so we started making our, our own line of custom rifles, and it was a full custom shop at and, that point. And what year
2: was that? 2007. 2007. So yeah. really, that was about the time that I I, I met you, and, and you got involved with Friends of NRA and, and started producing guns, and you were actually the gun of the year, one of the years for us. Yeah, that, was, that was a huge pretty yeah. exciting stuff but you know even before that I remember calling you and going hey look I need a I need a limited run of 10 guns we're trying to do this I even we even made some special runs which actually one of Lucas's good friends bought at a live auction dinner banquet and then a while later he was like I'm never going to go to Africa and, and so I bought it off of him like third or fourth round i'm thinking
1: i am superman so yeah. i got a four you five eight out. lot that's right I'm, re-
2: I'm ready to go shoot a shoot an elephant is what i'm ready to do but yeah anyway jeff so, just
1: looking at kind of your line here i mean there's multiple lines of, of firearms maybe just speak briefly to um some of the different lines and kind of what you have to offer maybe from the entry level sure. person up to maybe someone who's looking for something a little more custom you bet so
0: what we did was
1: uh, You know, we'd
0: we'd had the the custom shop for a lot of years and what we tried to do was change the company around and go into a full production line but we wanted to maintain some of the custom features that we did so we started out with our first our very first production rifle which was the American Standard Rifle the the ASR and that was going to be just a, a base grade field grade walnut stock on a blued steel barreled action and that very first year that we started our production rifles was the year that we won the Field and Streams Best of the Best Award, um, and that kind of pushed us into some other lines that we wanted to do from there. So uh, we went into the uh, Extreme Weather Rifle series at that time, and that was really our first series, which we would call our X1. We call it the Extreme Weather Rifle at the time. Um, and we were using some other manufacturer's stocks, and that's when we decided that we wanted to make our own stock. And so we developed... A, uh, a, a mold that uses some of the finest uh, carbon fiber uh, products available today it's the same kind of stuff that's used on uh, race cars high-end race cars okay. uh, wow. and it's a pre-preg material so uses heat to develop and, and um, we were able to really start cranking some better products out the door at that time and that's when we developed it from the extreme weather into the x2 and have grown that x2 platform to this year we announced the uh, the new x3 which is a lighter Carbon fiber stock, same structural integrity, but it, we were able to take out three quarters of a pound out of the X2 rifle, and so the new wow. X3 is going to be a, a, a new platform this year.
1: The weight is everything in this game. It I mean, is. if you're looking at ultralight, it is. yeah.
0: And and we we started developing some uh, other platforms, the the ALR with the American Legends rifle, which is a, a higher grade wood, and that was the one that was chosen as Friends of NRA Gun of the Year in 2016. And, and to be honest with you, uh, I, I got to thank the NRA for pushing us to do that, because it was one of the things that we worked on with them that they said, this is what we want. If you can do it, we can do this, and we can possibly do some other things. And we uh, went to the drawing board, developed the stock how we wanted it to come out, and it, it just turned out beautiful. It's a, a true double X uh, walnut stock. It's got uh, real ebony grip and tip. Um, it's just a, a it was classic a beautiful, looking beautiful rifle. Beautiful and, piece. And that developed into the uh, the American Vantage series as well, which is more of your dangerous game, big big calibers, yeah, your I big
1: bores. Craig Boddington in here
0: yep. on the uh, dangerous game rifle. Absolutely, yep. And we've got uh, we really developed a, a, a good working relationship with a lot of the major writers in our industry, um, and, and that's big. Obviously, a big benefit of ours. But um, in order to get the word out, you want them to love the rifle, and if they do, then good things oh, there,
2: come uh, from that. That's right. Absolutely. Well, I, I have to say, you know, I mean, I've I've been a big fan for a long time of, of the guns, and it's really great seeing the development from really we'll call it the fledgling we've got an action to you know now we've got umpteen different versions of the firearms available version one version two i'm sure that there's a version three coming out i mean the mine always is circling like that but your your lightweight rifle that you were talking about what's what's that coming in at now sure so the the x3 the the short action cartridges
0: are going to be about six pounds Three well, six and three quarter pounds, I should say, and uh, the long actions are going to be just under seven pounds. They're coming in about six pounds,
2: fourteen ounces, six pounds, fifteen ounces. That's still great, yeah. really great. And you know, like I said, I, I've got a, I've got a few of your guns, and uh, I, I just love them. I love the Model Seventy three stage safety. It's always you know, as a kid, my dad, of course, the first gun that I really bought for myself was a pre-64 model 70 and as soon as I saw your guns I was like okay I gotta have one of these and so I really 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 do like them now a lot of people don't know you know, you're from Montana, so let's let's talk a little hunting. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Uh, there's my love. There's your love. See that. that. I'm right. seeing
1: I, the past, present, and future and I'm seeing some nice animals here Actually, Jeff.
2: what what he's doing, folks, <laughs> is if there's any high-end company that's wanting a spokesperson to just go hunting all over the world, that's me, he's please. looking for a new job title. <laughs> so, no, yeah. I was just kidding. He'd I, never give this company. I've tried
0: up. to ask Colorado if he needs a sidekick on his <laughs> show and he's <laughs> he just laughs. He says, well, "You can come once in a while, but <laughs> <laughs> come once in a while." Can't well, what,
1: steal the thunder. What's, right. your,
0: what's your favorite? What's your fix? You know, I've I, uh, grown up being a, an elk hunter, and that's been my passion. I, I love hunting elk more than anything. And because of my passion for hunting elk where we live up in the high mountains, um, that's developed my passion for mule deer. And, you know, I know thousands and thousands of people whose total life is just about white-tailed deer, and it, that's just Never been a push for me. I, I would prefer to hunt the high mountain muleys, um, pretty much over anything. Um, and, you know, and then obviously because I'm chasing elk, is when I run into the, the muleys
2: where well, we're at. I, we have a saying: if you have a deer tag, the big elk is going to be there. That's right. If you have a mule deer tag. That's right. The big coos deer is going to be standing that's exactly. there. exactly so the beauty right. of
1: Montana is you buy your general license, you get your elk and deer tags, right, so yep. then you can hunt them both. And extend You guys are
2: both just being mean to me because while right. he, well, he's moved out of Montana, he's a Montana boy, so, so he once still gets a Montana it. boy, always that's a Montana right. boy. That's right. You he's get like, the benefit. Oh. He's got two or three or how many tags did you have this last year, Lucas? I had an
0: antelope, a deer, and an elk. That's awesome, Yeah. We had, a, we had a pretty good season this last year in Montana. With my, my wife and I both drew Missouri Brick Elk tag, and uh, we both got uh, really nice bulls. My, my oldest son shot a uh, monster muley, um, and my 10-year-old son shot his first deer, shot a nice wow. mule deer buck. And then my wife and I both had antelope tags, so we both got an antelope. And then I was blessed to draw a special unit Alaska caribou tag I got wow. this year. And uh, went up there with uh, Joel Latart from Alaska Wilderness Enterprises and shot a caribou that is uh, the Boone and Crockett director was just here for for scoring and it's going to be in the top fifty.
1: Woo. Good yeah. for you! That wow, wow. was it a mountain track? caribou
0: or it, it's uh, barren ground? Barren ground, okay. Yeah, and it was so huge. So way up north. Scored four twenty. Holy cow! I can't
2: remember four twenty so wow. nine or four twenty eight. Wow, four something big. Four Once big. it's over
1: four, it's like it's huge, huge. Yeah. So, is a lot of your hunting, I mean, so Kalispell area, obviously, you know, you're in the Whitefish area, Kalispell. I mean, is it Bob Marshall? Are you in the wilderness, or are we, you...
0: We've gone up into the Bob Marshall wilderness. Um, we've done some of that hunting, um, hunted through the swan. We hunt out west. We've done the North Fork. Um, there, there's a lot of the the northwest Montana that we hunt. We've got, my my dad has a, a really nice place um, in the northwest, and, and if if, if I said where it was at he'd probably hunt me down and shoot me here so sure. um, he typically <laughs> he typically likes to tell people it's when the they Northwest, ask where it's at he says it's in West Valley yeah. so well um, we have got a beautiful cabin and beautiful house up there and, and elk running everywhere I shot a uh, uh, four years ago I shot a 367 class bull and I think we've taken I don't know a couple
1: dozen out of there in the last 10 years so it's wow. it's a beautiful area that's awesome yeah well I'm a I'm not far from the breaks. I grew up in Chinook Sugarbeater, okay, so you bet. yeah, right on the high line, and then uh, spent some time in Butte where I went to college. So I know a lot where your your area and kind of where you're where you're at, and Montana's always been a, a great place. And I think about you know for a rifle company, it's it's got to be a great place to uh, not only have a business uh, but also build rifles. Very friendly and and uh, and uh, you know Second Amendment friendly in that state. You
0: bet. That's yeah. a, that's a big thing for us, and that's why you see so many new ones popping up over the last. Well, really, the last ten years, we've seen a dramatic rise in firearms manufacturers in Montana, and that's just because it's not a—that's not full paw. I mean, yeah. it, it, everybody there is a
2: believer in it. Everybody there loves guns; they're not afraid of them. And well, that's the—that's—that's that's what kills me. You know, being from the NRA and being a constitutionalist really is what I consider myself. You know, the Second Amendment upholds the rest of the Constitution. So for me, Amen. it's all about that Second Amendment, as long as we the people have the right to bear arms, we are in control of our destiny and our country. And I hate to say it, but our country seems to be drifting in directions that, that I don't like. And actually, with the new administration, I, I'm i feeling more optimistic about our our direction. But there for a while, it was doom and gloom, in, in my opinion, and I didn't know where we were going. You're right. You're right. And there's uh, there's a big push
0: in our industry right now to tear us down from within, and just in the hunting industry, not just in the firearms industry, but the hunting industry. Um, and there's a lot of organizations that uh, come out, and they have names that sound like they're they're all for our hunting industry, and they get people like you and I to join in and give give them your money to. To develop what they want to do, but they are not yeah. conservation organizations. And a lot of times,
2: those groups very like anti you said,
1: NRA. They're anti
2: NRA, anti anti really guns. Yep. yep. Well, they're hey.
1: activists, despite, right. you know, disguised as people that are you know stand up for conservation, and exactly they're not conservationists the at all.
0: And and you can call those organizations out when you see them constantly going after one political party one specific person you know ryan zinke our secretary of interior is a very close friend of mine He's from my from my hometown and and i've known him very well for a lot of years um he gets attacked by these organizations all the time and you can all you got to do is find out the ones attacking him and not you know working with him and you say all right i know right where you're coming from and and follow the money trail you can see right where they're getting their funding
2: well, and I know you're a big public land guy. In fact, Absolutely. you and I have talked about that a couple of different times. Yep. You know, um, some of this stuff, and Lucas has mentioned on other podcasts in regards to we feel that that's one place that they're attacking that's exactly. our way of life. Yep. You know, they want to take your guns away, but at the same time, the way they're going about it is they're not going about it like trying to get specifically a bolt-action rifle. They're like, oh, well, you really don't need a 50 caliber bolt-action rifle, or you really don't need that little pocket pistol that's really cheap. And it's the same way when you switch over and they go, okay, well, maybe if I could take away their public land where they go to hunt, maybe I could get them to no longer be able to hunt anymore. Well, and, and what, what those types of organizations are
0: doing right now is they're trying to split our industry by by pointing fingers at a specific party or a specific person to say they're trying to take your lands. You know, look at these uh, crackpot uh, organizations that have put, taken out page ads in the New York Times, the president is stealing your lands. Now, show me one for sale sign since President Trump has been in office. Show me one for sale sign. You know, and then they want to say, they want to jump in and destroy, uh, from within, they want to go after um, a specific party again um, by saying that decreasing these national monuments is, is stealing your public land no it's wake up people it's still public land it's they haven't sold a dime they just made more access available for the public
1: well it's the recreationists think about you know it, it's beyond hunters it's the hikers it's the it's the climbers it's the mountain bikers i mean now they're getting involved because national monuments and other places where they like to play they're not going to have that opportunity that's right, anymore. That's right. Yeah, so. shutting
2: down that land i i don't i don't get it i really don't i mean it's our land it's land owned by the government the whole thing that we're set up is so people can enjoy it well you need to put gates on it and you say oh i'm sorry this million acre area we don't want you in on or okay well you can go in there during certain times but not other times dude what what is going on with our world people want these people want more restrictions on themselves? That just doesn't make any sense in my world. Well, we, we as
0: hunters need to be more vocal, and we need to stand up. And that was one thing that that uh, then-candidate Trump, when he came to SHOT Show before the election in 2016, he told everybody there, he says, the problem with you hunters is you don't vote. And he was right. Most of the hunters just, they stay out of a lot of political stuff. They're you know Most people are pretty conservative as it is, and they don't want to get involved. And we need to. Yeah, we need to be involved. We, we do have a involved. voice. We have. Right? To, we all have a voice. We have to say it.
1: Well, Jeff, so. this has been great. Maybe just talk a little bit about, um, just so the listeners can hear, what's kind of your price point stepping into sure. a Montana Fire. You know, you said a uh, couple of your 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 entry levels, and then maybe walk up to more of the custom lines. You what bet. You bet. What's that look like? Yeah, so our
0: our ASR baseline rifle uh, comes in retail right around fourteen forty. So just you know, just over fourteen hundred dollars. Our our baseline uh, synthetic uh, stainless steel rifle comes in just under $1,500, so it's $1,495. Most of the other rifles are right in that range, between $1,400 to $1,700. I'd say the majority of them are in that range. And then we have some, some higher uh, price products that, that go up into the um, pH-style stuff, you know, 338 Lapua, 505 Gibbs, things like that. That's a little bit higher. Sure. And then we have some package uh, deals, like the, the Colorado Buck package, which is really an incredible, basically getting a full custom synthetic lightweight stock, uh, a rifle with uh, 100% stainless steel, Cerakote on top, flats break, with a scope package turreted system for under 3000 bucks. Uh, wow. It's a pretty good point. So yeah. those that's where most of our packages are at. We, we keep them in that uh, $1,500 range, plus or
2: minus. Cool. And if people wanted to check out your products and that stuff, I'm assuming you're online? Absolutely. Our website's uh, montanarifleco.com.
0: We have a Facebook page, Twitter page. instagram page and those are starting to grow and more we're getting more involved in the social media every day yeah so. yeah that's kind Absolutely. of the world
1: we're in right that's if you're not right. in there you're not you're behind essentially that's exactly I mean, that's right
2: and we're here, here on your first inaugural podcast of course that's in colorado right. buck walked by and said i got to go do a podcast and you're like oh great i can't get him to do this for me so I, I was
0: yep i got the lucky job of doing my first so oh, that's now now, I, now i'll get and to look do more how painful this See, was it's man
2: terrible it was awesome. <laughs> and you know what's the best part is when when I draw my uh, my sheep tag, Lucas has already promised to come come to Montana and do the sheep hunt with me. You'll have to come down. We'll so sit around a fire. So you're going to do a podcast
1: on the mountain with a sheep. Yep, Got right. it. Damn the fire. right. That's going to be Deal. awesome, isn't it? Deal. Deal. I'm in. We're talking the brakes, right? I, I mean, that's you got to draw the 680 tag. That's the only one. Yeah, that's the only one. Oh
2: man! Right now, I just want to go hunting. After being in this show, seeing oh, all these mule deer and elk, yeah. and then going to the your full blood. curl where I'm like, oh, I gotta go! Sh- I gotta go shoot a doll. Oh, I gotta go shoot a stone. Yeah. I'm like. I don't care where it's at. <laughs> just yeah. give me a tag. Tag yeah. gods. Please be kind to Jason
1: this season. Yep. Well, Jeff, I make a few trips up to Montana every year to see family. So if I'm in the Flathead area, I'll have to come by and... Love to have you. Yeah, yeah give shake your hand and, and see, see your facility. You And it uh, would be neat to to check that out. And I've always known Montana you know, Rifle Company has been in Kalispell, just haven't had an opportunity to do that. So I'd be looking forward to that. So love you up there. Awesome. All right, Jason. That's it, brother, man. Thanks. Oh, as always.
2: Ah, it's been fun. Now we get a short little drive home.
1: Yeah, short 12-hour drive. Short 12-hour drive. But we're gluttons for punishment. Yeah, so. sign them
2: all up. Sign them all up. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you everything you, Thank you do you for the NRA. Appreciate everything that you do for the cause. And I know you're a big, big supporter of the Second Amendment. So. Absolutely. Yep. God bless you, man. Likewise. And safe you travels. Keep
1: doing what you do, Jeff, uh, and uh, we'll hopefully we'll get you on another time. And sounds and, great. Uh, keep making good products. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Thanks, listeners, for tuning in, and we'll catch you for another adventure on the RNA Outdoors Podcast. Hey, everyone. This is Lucas Paw host of the RNA Outdoors podcast. Please check out Podbean and iTunes. If you have an iPhone or iPad, go to the podcast app on your device, search for RNA Outdoors, and hit the purple subscribe button. When doing this, it will automatically upload when new podcasts are loaded and they will download into your queue. For Android users, you can access the podcast through Podbean, Stitcher, or use our website, www.rnaoutdoors.com forward slash podcast. In addition, under the RNA Outdoors Podcast channel, please leave a review and a five-star rating. These reviews help boost our popularity and outreach. You can also follow us on our social media outlets, Twitter at RNA Outdoors, Facebook, RNA Outdoors, and Instagram, Rod and Arrow Outdoors. All links are in the show notes as well.